Ryan Fleming can help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Good morning to everyone and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Advisor. I'm here to talk to everyone today because on Friday is what I feel like we finally had some monumental bad news and I want to address the big picture. So on Friday, they had the inflation report come out, and it actually showed that inflation is increasing. So it's not getting better, it's getting worse. And that caused another huge market sell-off, and it feels like things are going in a very negative direction right now, even after how this year has gone. So I want to take a step back, and I'm going to talk about markets in general, how they correct, and what actually is a bear market. So... The first question is, is this a bear market? So the carnage this year has been relentless. The S&P is flirting with the bear market territory. And I want to look at history and find out what history can tell us about the severity of bear markets. And also, if the index continues to fall, what should investors do next? Because right now, many people are in panic mode wondering what they should do because of everything they see on TV and the fear is out there. Some investors assumed that the term bear market got its name from how bears attack their prey, but it actually originates uh, back from when bearskin traders in early America. They'd often sell skins before they received or even paid for them. And because traders hoped to buy the fur from trappers at a lower price than where they sold it, bears became synonymous with a declining market. So when we talk about a bear market, we talk about a declining market. However, Today, when we talk about a bear market, the definition has evolved for a specific figure, and that's a drop of 20% or more from recent highs in an index. The S&P 500 is in a bear market territory, and the NASDAQ and Russell 2000 are already there. So things have not been good this year, and, and I think all of you guys know that, but this is where we need to just take some of the emotion out of it look at historical things that have happened, and that's why we're having this on the podcast today. Rather than trying for us to like try to estimate the odds of dipping into a bear market from here or uh, trying to get an idea of what we could look for, when we use history as a guide, I think it allows us to not be so emotional because the reasons are always a little bit different. But like I always like to say, I don't know if the next 20% is going to be up or down, but I know the next 100% is always going to be up because it always is, and that tells me that regardless of how bad things seem, this will turn around, it will come back, it always does. So when we look at all the bear markets in history, the impact's actually been pretty minimal, and I want to go through these numbers. There have been 26 bear markets in the S&P 500 since 1928. So we're talking U.S. large cap stocks, that's what most of you guys see every day, the S&P 500. However, there's also been 27 bull markets. If you take a good, the good with the bad, the index total return is still averaged more than 10% annually. That means $100 invested in 1928 would actually be worth more than $828,000 today. This investment would have also beat inflation and an adjusted inflation return. More specifically, bear markets have occurred every 3.6 years on average since 1928. They've become less frequent since World War II, but between 
1928 and 45, there was 12 bear markets, and that was about one every 1.4 years. So they're less frequent, and there's only been 14 since 1945. So that's one out of every 5.4 years when you look in the modern terms of the market since uh, 1945. And as time goes on, we create more protections in the market so that emotional selling and, and stuff like that does not push the market off the edge. Recessions aren't guaranteed. There have been 15 bear markets since 1950, but only eight of them predicated a recession. Furthermore, half of the S&P 500's index strongest days in the last 20 years occurred during a bear market. So basically, when we always talk about it, when the market turns, it turns very quick and you need to be ready to pounce. So a bear market actually is always or right around where we have some of the best days in the market. And we never know when a bear market is going to arrive or when it's going to end. And we also don't know how much return we're going to forfeit while we're waiting on that. Because as much advice as there is about being greedy and when others are fearful, there's just as much out there about how the market timing doesn't work. So it's a tough game. And that's why I always look at a bear market. If I'm not taking income, this is an awesome opportunity because I'm going to buy in when the market's way down. It's going to come back because it always does. So when it does come back, regardless of how much the market's down, I'm going to get that return eventually. So we prefer to remain invested for this reason. And it doesn't mean we're going to let the opportunity pass us by either. In investment strategy, we're constantly watching the analytics to know when the momentum in the market starts coming back. Uh, we're trying to attempt to get profit rather than fear from others. So buying securities that are on sale is an amazing thing. And we rebalance, we unemotionally rebalance, and we adjust our allocation accordingly. And of course, right now, equities are way down and there's an awesome opportunity out there. The bottom line is this. Bear markets have historically been some of the best times to invest your money or allocation into your portfolio. Do what others aren't doing. When people are selling, we're buying. If the broader market dips into a bear market down the road or it keeps going down, think about it a little bit differently and try to think about it as an actual opportunity. Thanks for listening to The Pilot's Advisor. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place. And I've got another resource for you to check out. Go to retirepilots.com. That's retirepilots.com. And look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click Get My Free Toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's Retirement Toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. If you're ready to retire early or engage the autopilot on your 401k, these are the books for you and this is the toolkit for you. Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. All you have to do is go to retirepilots.com. That's retirepilots.com. Click on the send my toolkit button and we'll get it in the mail to you shortly. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to retirepilots.com. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.